Welcome back to Your Daily Bible Podcast. We're going to continue working our way through the story, and today we are in Joshua chapter 6. Today I'm going to read a larger piece of text. I'm going to read verse 1 all the way down through verse 25, and I'll stop and provide commentary as we work our way through it. So let's begin in verse 1 of chapter 6 of Joshua. Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. Now, an interesting thing here right off the bat is that we get both perspectives. Joshua tells us the gates of Jericho are securely barred, and no one's coming in and no one's going out. So that's what Joshua sees. And then the Lord speaks to Joshua and tells him something entirely different. See, I've delivered Jericho into your hands, it's king, it's fighting men's. But at the time that God speaks this, Jericho is still standing strong. Its walls are still standing high. The doors are still locked. But God is pronouncing something that hasn't happened yet as if it was already a done deal. And this is what follows. God is gonna give instructions to Joshua for Joshua to take hold of that vision, that dream, that reality that God has just spoken. And here's what he says. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horn in front of the ark. And on the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpet, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. Okay, friends, this is not good military strategy. Marching around the city with the marching band, playing instruments and shouting isn't the way you siege and conquer a city. You can imagine uh, Joshua, a military general who's won many battles up to this point. He surely had a plan. He surely had an idea of what they were going to do, what siege engines they would use, what methodology they would use to take down this massive city of Jericho. And I guarantee on his list of possibilities was not march around the city shouting and playing trumpets. But that's exactly what God asked them to do. And let's see how they respond. Verse 6. So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and have seven priests carry trumpets in front of it. And he ordered the army, Advance, march around the city with all the armed guard going ahead of the Ark of the Lord. When Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets of the Lord went forward, blowing their trumpets, and the Ark of the Lord's Covenant followed them. The armed guard marched ahead of the priest who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard followed the ark. All this time the trumpets were sounding, but Joshua had commanded the army, Do not give a war cry. Do not raise your voices. Do not say a word until the day I tell you to shout, then shout. So he had the ark of the Lord carried around the city, circling it once, Then the army returned to camp and spent the night there. Can you imagine mustering your army, getting your army ready to fight, getting your men in their battle gear, swords in hand, ready to go, and then telling them, today we're going to march around the city one time, and I want you to be totally quiet. Can you imagine each and every morning as the army woke up, 
and all they did was walk around the outside of the city. Can you imagine what they were thinking? Can you imagine what they were feeling? Can you imagine what the guards on the towers and on the top of the walls were thinking and feeling as this army is marching around in silence around the outside of their walls? Verse 12, Joshua got up early the next morning and the priests took up the Ark of the Lord. The seven priests carrying the seven trumpets went forward, marching before the Ark of the Lord and blowing the trumpet. The armed men went ahead of them, and the rear guard followed the Ark of the Lord, while the trumpets kept sounding. So on the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did this for six days. Verse 15. On the seventh day, they got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner, except that on the day they circled the city seven times, the seventh time around, when the priests sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall be spared, because she hid the spies that we sent. But keep away from the devoted things, so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them. Otherwise, you will make the camp of Israel liable to destruction and bring trouble on it. All the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. When the trumpet sounded, the army shouted, and at the sound of the trumpet, when the men gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So everyone charged straight in, and they took the city. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with the sword every living thing in it, men, women, young and old, cattle and sheep and donkeys. Joshua said to the two men who had spied on the land, Go into the prostitute's house and bring her out all that belonged to her in accordance with your oath to her. So the young men who had done the spying went in and brought out Rahab, her father and mother, her brother and sister, and all who belonged to her. They brought out her entire family and put them in place outside the camp of Israel. Then they burned the whole city and everything in it. But they put the silver and gold and articles of bronze and iron into the treasury of the Lord's house. But Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute with her family and all who belonged to her, because she hid the men that Joshua had sent as spies to Jericho, and she lived among the Israelites to this day. Okay, one of the things that just jumps off the page as you read this story is absolutely none of it makes any sense by human standards. None of it. Marching around a city, shouting, blowing trumpets is not the way you siege a city. It's not the way things are done. It's not the way armies win battles. And that's the whole point. After Israel's years of wandering in the desert, after their doubting of God at the mountain, after their doubting of God in Egypt, all the times repeated over and over again that they decided to trust their own understanding instead of relying on God, finally at Jericho, they obey. They obey to the letter that God gave them, every single detail. And when they do, look at what happens. God, not them. God delivers the mighty city of Jericho to them. He gives it to them. He breaks down the wall. He gives over the city so that they don't have to fight. All along, God had made it clear that if his people would obey him, 
if his people would listen to him, if they would take heed to his words and to his ways, that God would lead them. He would care for them. He would actually fight for them. And finally here we have an example of when they listened and God did exactly what he promised. Friends, my question to you today is what is God speaking to you through his word and by his spirit? What has God asked of you? And are you today willing to say, yes, Lord, here I am and I will obey. Let's pray. Lord, I'm thankful that when we follow you, we can count that you are a good leader, that you are Lord, that you know what you're doing and that you are powerful and able to lead us, to establish us, to fulfill all of your promises and your purposes for our lives. Thank you, God, that it's not by my strength or my power, but it's by your spirit. Thank you that I don't have to understand everything. I don't have to know everything that's going on. I can actually just trust that my dad, my father, knows where he's going, knows what he's doing, and I can rest in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.